welcome to Life and Business in Flow. I'm your host and the mentor to creatives, Kate Adamo. I created this podcast to share about the challenges in my life that led me to running a proactive and sustainable business on my terms. I've always been guided by my intuition and what feels right, and I've never done what they say you should do. I've always done it my way and with authenticity. We'll talk life, health, boundaries, business, brand, finances, worth, and everything in between. Because when we get clear on the foundations and value ourselves, we create not only a sustainable business, but a life that flows. And I want that for you. Thank you for being here. It means the world to me. Hello and welcome to episode five. I can't actually believe I'm saying that and there is now five episodes out there in the world. I'm very grateful for all the support, feedback, shares, all the things that I've received over the last, I guess it's been six, eight weeks since I launched. So thank you all so much. Today, I wanted to share about something that sort of I've been thinking about for a couple of weeks and I've seen it coming up with a number of my clients. But first I wanna go back a step and tell you how it's got to this point. Obviously, Instagram handle and podcast is called Life and Business in Flow because for me, it's really important to look at what's happening at home and in your life and supporting that as well as in your business. And and that came about because of my health journey and the challenges that I had to make things really streamlined, automated, both in my home and in my business. And that was all going really well until COVID hit in March last year. And obviously uh, being in Melbourne was locked in the house for about six months. We made the impromptu decision in, it was late July. The time we left, it was August. We had to get special exemption um, for family reasons with the health officer and um, went to drive and then to drive from uh, Victoria to Queensland and the roads closed the day before. So then had to change things around, book flights, put the car on a truck and head up to two weeks of quarantine. Now, when we walked out of our house, we thought, look, we'll come home for maybe three, four months. My husband had just started a new business. He was struggling a little bit with being locked in the house after being, you know, out and about all the time. I was kind of used to it. And I just thought, you know what? It's the right thing to do. Let's just spend a little bit of time in the good old country air at my parents' farm in Southeast Queensland. When we actually got into quarantine, we made the crazy rash decision to pay someone to go in and pack up our house and put it into storage. Good thing was we were renting, so it wasn't you know too much of a challenge, but it was a very strange thing as someone who was a stylist in a previous life, is a homebody and, and a cancer, so an absolute homebody, to not know you'll ever be coming back. Somehow a part of me must have known because I was walking out the door, I did a little quick video scan of my living area and, and a couple of tears were shed. I think something deep down inside me knew that, but we made the decision. We got people in to pack it up, got out of quarantine late August and um, and went to my parents' farm in Southeast Queensland, which we decided to spend a couple of months with them after not, you know, not being at home for much for the last seven years. Obviously it was a great experience and we were there for nine months, a little longer than we planned because it took a lot longer to find a property than we wanted and um, also just wanted to stay and help them out with a few things. And I guess in this time, you know, when you're someone who's so used to having a routine and being so planned and having your way of doing things, it becomes really, really hard to step into someone else's life and, you know, be living in their world and their challenges. And, you know, it was still, it was still a great experience, but it's just, it's different and it's not your own space and your own things. 
So about four or five weeks ago, the night that I returned from the retreat, my furniture was here. It got moved in um, when I was in Melbourne and we've been setting up our home over the last four or five weeks, which I cannot tell you how magical that experience is after sharing a wardrobe with my husband and my dad for the last eight or nine months and then packing bags and traveling and, you know, staying at friends' houses in between or traveling to some of Adrian's work contracts and going with him. So for probably the six weeks before I moved in, I was living out of a suitcase and for the first couple of weeks of living here, because I didn't even have the energy to finish unpacking. So it's been a really incredible experience to not only have our own bedroom back, ensuite, you know, all of the things. So it's amazing to be back in our own space. But it's also made me realize that, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do without in life. And we've still got a huge section in the garage to unpack. We're unpacking really slowly. We're not bringing anything into the house that doesn't serve a purpose or that we just had that was stuff like it's all going to go so it's got me thinking about and it's just I've been mulling over it for the last week on doing a real life edit and a business edit because I've had the opportunity to step outside my world live you know in a very different way you know just I think be more open to things I think I you know got a little bit stuck in a rut with being home a lot in a business where I was out and about and hadn't really stopped and was always on the move the last nine months And it made me realize I don't want to fall back into that rut. I don't want to bring things into the home that I don't need. And we have the opportunity to plan the life and business that we want, but we often don't give ourselves the chance to do that. So I just thought, okay, how about we just decide and we do it, Kate? Like it's it's going to happen. So I've decided to do a bit of a life and a business edit. I'm still working out exactly what that looks like. And um, I plan to share more about it on social media. I just think it's something that's really important. And I've had... So many clients lately coming to me and saying, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed. Last year was hard, but this year feels a little bit harder. A lot of people have very unwell family members. There's been deaths in families. There's been mental health challenges. There's been job losses. There's just been a whole heap of crappy things happening to people. And I'm just seeing the bandwidth of a lot of the women I work with just being absolutely stretched and you know, I don't know if it's an astrological thing that's happening right now. Is there another retrograde? I haven't sort of looked into it lately, but it feels like there is. And it's just a common thing that I'm seeing. And I've even started seeing it a little bit more on social media lately, women saying the same thing. How can we sort of look at this and go, right, you know, we were locked in our houses, a lot of parts of Australia last year for a good period of time. And people all vowed that they were going to come out the other side, do life differently, take things slow and, um, you know, ease back in. And I think what happened felt like the exact opposite sort of being here in Queensland and speaking to clients and family and friends in Melbourne once they came out of lockdown it was sort of a you know full speed ahead because there was so much work backed up there'd been such a lack in income and I think that in itself like that re-entry to the world was very overwhelming and and I know I certainly felt like that coming to you know just even little shopping centers here in Toowoomba in a you know in a regional area I felt overwhelmed first coming out of quarantine just to doing that and I can imagine what people in the bigger cities felt getting straight back into it. And I have no doubt that that's had a huge impact on people's nervous systems. And, you know, Melbourne, again, especially, you know, with lockdown two, three and four, and just even clients saying to me the anxiety and almost the post-traumatic stress that that's bringing back is really overwhelming again. So it's just been a huge, huge blow to, you know, mental state, physical, and, um, and just a lot of people's health I'm seeing. So I'm talking to my lot of clients, a lot of my clients, about taking it slow, having a break and trying to set things in place to make that happen. 
and taking on less clients for more money, having a better process, slowing things down, putting things in place at home and giving themselves permission to not just be running around at breakneck speed because it serves no one. It affects your health and you'll end up burning out on the other side. Trust me, I've been there and it's just not worth it. But I'm also seeing a resistance coming up from a lot of women as well. And there's some that I've actually said, I really need you to take a break. I need you to take a week off. And there's a fear. There's a resistance that comes up. How could I possibly do that? How could I take a week off? How could I? Like things will fall apart or I need the income. Honestly, the world will go on. And that's one thing that I've learned from job losses, interstate moves, starting businesses, COVID. You know, my husband lost a significant amount of money, probably at least six months of income last year. You always find a way and you will make it work no matter, you know, your financial situation. You will always make it work. So I encourage you, if you are feeling burnt out, if you are feeling tired, if you are feeling like the bandwidth is stretched to the absolute maximum, it's okay. Take a week off, catch your breath, reset, and then move forward differently. And for me, I'm going to be doing just that. I, about a week or so ago, gave myself the permission and have changed a few clients around. And I'm now taking off the last week of every month indefinitely for the next couple of months. It could only be three or four. It could go for longer. I'm not really sure, but I've recognized in myself that I want to catch my breath. I want to slow down. I want to settle into this home. I want to make it amazing. I'm going to spend some more time with my family. I want to spend some more time taking care of myself. And while I'm really good at, you know, catching up with my kinesiologist, naturopath, chiropractor, feel like I'm forgetting someone, but doing all of those things, I'm not good at the self-care that comes to have a bath, meditate, stop. I try to do these things, but a resistance comes up. And I know that that's something that I need to work through in order to learn to slow down. So I want to do that. I want to spend more time working on my business and you know, even doing some of those courses that I've bought. There's some wonderful courses out there and I've bought a couple of great ones this year and I hadn't really factored in the time to do them just with all the other things going on in my personal life. So I've given myself the permission. Yeah, it's not ideal financially, but we will always find a way to make it work. So I'm just asking you to have a really, really good look at what could be happening in your life and business. What do you think you could change, drop, add, get support with to make things flow a little better? What could you give yourself permission to do? And this came up at um, at the retreat with the eight wonderful ladies that were there. And I know that there was a lot of tears and a lot of release because resistance had initially come up for some of them, but they realized I actually, I'm the one standing in my way. I'm the one stopping me from having a better life and I'm the one that's making me exhausted. So a lot of them had realized that they're going to get a lot more support around their home, potentially with kids in their business, some of them, all of those things. They gave themselves the permission. So I encourage you to do the same, you know, where where that feels good for you and really look at what's working and what's not working in your life. So for me, going back to the life edit that I mentioned in the beginning, for me, it's going to be, you know, setting up the house, keeping it really lean. It's already looking beautiful, but there's just a few things that I want to tweak. It's getting back to my meal plan for the week to not waste money on food, to not be what are we eating tonight? Just having a clear plan, doing the online grocery shopping, getting that delivered, saving time there. And then we often go and get, you know, some fresh fruit, veggies, meat, or go to the health shop on a weekend. I'll probably look to in the next couple of months, employ a cleaner again, because that's something that I think takes a lot of pressure off, you know, on the weekend because we need to, and we want to create some more space for us as a couple 
couple to actually do things together after the last 18 months of really not doing a lot of that with being locked down in Melbourne and then spending a lot of time at the farm. We want and need to do that as a couple. So that could be something that that we'll take on. And then in my business, I'm just looking at what else can I restructure? Do I need to hire? Do I need to change anything? I might change my packages and services a little bit. Just want to go back and look at all the processes, all the little things that I've wanted to implement. And just with the chaos of this last year or so, haven't quite had the time to do them. Well, I have done a rebrand, a new website, a podcast and a retreat. It's not like nothing's changed and a whole new beautiful Dubsado proposal. There's still many little things that I want to, I still want to bring into the business and and make it better and make it a better client journey and experience. And I know that a lot of you would want to do that for your clients and for yourselves, but it's taking the space. So that's a little of what I'm going to be working on over the next couple of months. I would love it if some of you would commit to joining me in that. And I'd love to hear your feedback. Just, you know, shoot me a message on, on Instagram at life and business in flow. Or when I start doing the post, like comment, let me know that who else is on this journey as well. And if you'd need support in it and any questions that you have, because I think it's something that the more that we do, the better we'll feel. And I know that when we create space, we create a space to actually create amazing things in our life. And I think it's something really important to teach and show your children as well, because many of my clients have children. And I think it's something that generationally has been passed down from, from some of our mothers as well. And I have had a couple of clients bring that up this week, especially some of my clients are a little bit older and, and that's just the way that their, their mothers were. And it was just a, a keep going and you don't show weakness. And, you know, it's really just not working out for these women. And, you know, I understand I've been there too with, with that burnout. So I think it sets a really good example and it's just showing the younger generation that self-care is okay. It's not something that's just a fad buzzword. It's something that's actually necessary in our life and is incredibly important. And I know I'm far worse at it in my 30s than I was in my 20s. Like I would often go for a walk or jump in the bath and now that feels like a chore, which is ridiculous. I know now that I need to address that and work out where that's gone wrong and why I feel that way and why, you know, it feels like you shouldn't do those things. Or not so much shouldn't, but don't have the time for it. So... I'm, uh, I'm practicing what I preach, life and business in flow got a little awry in my life in the last year or so. And um, I'm bringing it back because when I was in the flow of that, life was working well and, um, and there was a really good balance starting to happen. So I know it's possible. And from living in that relatively sort of flow state with my life and business and then stepping out of that and not having a plan moving into this house and not having things set up and the meal plan and the cleaner and all those sorts of things, it felt really uncomfortable and it felt really hard. So I know some of you might be thinking it's a lot of work to stop and go back and reflect and reset to move forward. But after seeing it, it's so much harder to live the unorganized chaos. So. I want to leave you with that. It's something I'd really like you all to to think about. Is there something this weekend that you could change or do better or implement to support you? One thing at a time. Don't rush it. Maybe it's making a list. I love getting out those big A3 sketchbooks and I'm going to be doing that this weekend too. Planning life, planning business, planning, you know, my relationship. What could we do better and what can we change? Because we get one shot at this life and I really want to enjoy it. And I'm sure you all do as well. Thank you so much. I can't wait to hear your thoughts and feedback on this one. Let's do it together. It's the start of a new financial year. It's a new start. It's a fresh start. Let's do it differently and let's not fall into Christmas in a pile like I know so many of us do each year. Let's create the space to have a better experience this next six months and a more abundant inflow life.
Take care, everyone, and I can't wait to catch up again in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Please DM me on Instagram at Life and Business in Flow or leave a review. If you could go one step further and subscribe or share today's podcast on your socials, I'd be very grateful. Until next time, take care and thank you.